पूजनीय गुरुजी के चरणों में वंदन एंड अ वेरी वॉर्म गुड आफ्टरनून टू ऑल यू लेडीज एंड सिलेक्टेड जेंटलमैन दिस आफ्टरनून ड्यूरिंग द लंच ब्रेक अ लेडी रिमार्क्ड एट द टेबल दैट विमेन शुड स्पीक आउट मोर एंड वेरी इंस्टिंक्टिवली आई टर्न अराउंड एंड सेड वेल विमेन डोंट हैव अ प्रॉब्लम इन स्पीकिंग दे हैव अ प्रॉब्लम इन बींग हर्ड एंड टूडे I would like to thank the art of living for giving a harmonious platform to women from across the world so that they can come here speak up and also be very constructively heard. I had to very senior experienced ladies give the world view with regards to global connect and conflict. While I was listening to one of the pioneers in the women's movement in Europe I heard her talk about nations in pursuit of protecting national identities I heard Miss Anderson quote Mahatma Gandhi and while I was reflecting on this pursuit for preserving national identity my thoughts went to the lady from Sri Lanka who's sitting here we all in our country that is India absorb and follow a lot of values from so called epics like ramayana and in ramayana when prabhu ram had been victorious over ravan and he was leaving back for home he was told by vibhishan that lord ram now that you are victorious you can stake a claim to the golden city of lanka and at that time lord ram turned around and said janani janma bhumishcha स्वर्गादपि गरीयसी दट माय मदरलैंड माय मदर इज सो ब्यूटीफुल दैट शी इज ग्रेटर देन ऑल द हेवन्स दैट ह्यूमन बीइंग सीक टू अचीव इट इज बिकॉज इंडिया एज अ कल्चर हैज इन्फ्यूज्ड द फेमिनाइन वर्च्यू इन परस्यूट ऑफ अ स्ट्रांग नेशन दैट वी सर्व एज इंडिविजुअल्स नॉट ओनली अ नेशनल कॉज but also the cause of humanity india as a nation as a culture has defined for the world vasudev kutumbakam which means the world is one family india has been blessed by geeta wherein lord krishna said that if you walk on the path of dharma if you absorb if you follow the path of righteousness then you not only emerge as a true leader you also serve and bring about a stronger nation and a stronger universe a stronger world and it's interesting that today in this very nation through this very platform we talk about globally connecting we talk about leadership that helps us connect ms anderson spoke about conflict which is one of the worrying factors when people converge on a global platform and talk about nation building national interest and interest of humanity well to downsize it a bit miss anderson i have been forever been in conflict with a lady called rita bahuguna joshi <laughs> who belongs to a political ideology not similar to mine but when i walked in she embraced me warmly and with a wink and a smile she said I embrace you not because you're BJP I embrace you because you're a woman I then went and 
when I was about to sit, I was warmly greeted by Dr. Ghazanfar from Afghanistan, a lady who serves as the Minister for Women's Affairs. We don't know each other's language, but we all knew just one thing, that we culturally connected, and especially so because we are both women in the field of politics. I know that conflict arises when there is widespread poverty, conflict arises when there is illiteracy, conflict arises when there is a race to take ownership of resources. But I also know that when women are put at the helm of affairs, conflict has this very unnatural way of decreasing. In 1996, a study was put out by Mr. Subarao and L. Rainey which said that if a nation and 72 countries were a part of this study, that if nations in 1975 had invested in women's higher education, then in 1985 those nations would have seen a decline in infant deaths by 68%. If those same 72 nations had put in all their resources to increase per capita income of every citizen in those 72 countries, the impact on infant deaths would have been zero. Today when I stand here as a woman, I'm of the opinion that if you truly want to globally connect on issues of humanity, if you truly want to reduce conflict, then one of the first steps that we as a nation, we as a world need to make is to empower women. I was speaking to Gauriji who has invited me to this conference and I told her that when people ask me to define women leaders, I tell them that a leader is someone who takes you where you want to be, but a female leader is someone who takes you where you ought to be. Ms. Anderson spoke about legislation. As a parliamentarian in India, we've had quite a few challenges in the past one and a half years with regards to women's security. Does it break my heart every time I need to raise my voice in parliament about a woman getting raped? Yes, it does. Does it break my heart when I discuss statistics with regards to infant girls being killed just because they're girls? Yes, it does. It breaks my heart when I recognize and I realize that over one crore girls die in our country every year in a mother's womb and nobody speaks out for them because children are not vote banks. But at the same time I wonder, is legislation enough? If we truly seek to empower our nations, our society, the world at large, will legislation be enough? And that's when I reminded myself of a quote by Mahatma Gandhi who said, be the change you wish to see in the world. Kavita ji has been more than generous in, in my introduction. Apart from the role of Tulsi, the quintessential Bahu, I also had the privilege of discussing socio-political issues on various platforms. And during one of my shooting schedules, I walked into a studio and met a lady who was quietly sitting at a corner of a room. And I was told that this is the lady of the day and I have to interview her. When I walked up to her, I asked her, could you give me a little bit of an introduction so that I can say that to the camera? She looked at me with a very, very subtle smile and said, well, introduce me as the mother who tried to kill her daughter. That should suffice. 
When I asked her why such an introduction, because that seemed quite cruel and inhuman, she said, well, that is the fact that I need to embrace and people need to recognize me for what I am. I asked her why she defined herself so and she said, well, I gave birth to two daughters and my husband told me that if the third was a daughter as well, then I need not take the trouble of coming back home. The third child I gave birth to was a daughter as well. My brother came to the hospital because my husband refused to see my face for two days. And my brother said, let me go back and persuade your husband. So the two men sat down and brokered a deal. The husband said, if your sister can make do and wish away the third child, she will be given the permission to enter home. The brother, without consulting the sister, said, well, my sister shall do as you please. We will make sure the third child doesn't see the next month. The woman comes back with her three daughters, the youngest being three days old. It is December in the state of Punjab. In a village in Punjab where it's absolutely chilling in December, one night she lays her daughter in the courtyard on a bed without a piece of cloth on the daughter's body. The woman prepares for the daughter to die and she says that if she died in that winter, all I would do is feign ignorance for the policeman who would knock on my door the next morning. She went and she sat at the side of the courtyard waiting for her daughter to die. She was so tired looking after three daughters in a household and giving birth after three days that she happened to go to sleep. When she woke up the next morning, she realized the sun was up. And before the police got here, she wanted to scream and shout so that they could see a mother completely immersed in pain for the child's death. But when she walked up to the bed, she saw that her infant daughter was blue from head to toe, but was alive. And that's when the woman turned around and told me that I decided, if my three-year-old, three-day-old daughter could fight death all night, don't I have the capacity to fight for her life and stand up to my husband? Kautilya in Arthashastra had said, for a good leader, it is not enough to exercise control or be victorious over external forces and enemies. For a good leader, the first priority is to come over, overcome your own burdens, overcome your own flaws, reassert your own humanity, fight your internal enemies and then you can truly lead the world. I feel for the globe to connect, for nations to be empowered, it is extremely essential for the women in that country to be educated, to be employed, to be treated as human beings, as Ms. Anderson said. And I think that is when we can truly connect because what connects me to Ms. Anderson or Ms. Dr. Gazanfar from Afghanistan is not that we have a political cause that we pursue, not that we have a human rights cause that we pursue, but the only one fact that we are all women who want to pursue that world where every woman is given the right to live her life with dignity, the right to live her life in peace 
and the right to live her life in such a fashion that she can encourage others to treat everyone as equals and to provide those opportunities to men and women alike. So once again, a nation that's defined its own cultural ethos by saying, Bahujan Sukhai, Bahujan Hitai, that we as a nation are dedicated to the happiness and welfare of all. I am hoping that the global connect we seek is a global connect that is inspired by India's idea of Vasudev Kutumbukam that we are one family who will resolve and rise above every conflict for we as a world come together and serve not individual national interests but also interest of humanity at large. Thank you so much.